welcome to a long-awaited return of the Best of All Possible podcast. Thank you. Ooh, that was very good. My name is my name is Robert Weathers. I am your host, and we here in Williamsburg, Virginia, you know we love the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and we sure do love 10-minute plays. And on this podcast, we bring you brand new 10-minute uh, plays bi-weekly in 2019, with perhaps a couple of special episodes here and there. Of course, we don't do it alone. Uh, we do it with a pool of very talented actors, and we have three visiting here with us tonight. Not visiting with us. You've been here. All of you have been here before. <laughs> I want to start with the very special seat right next to me. Ooh. To the right. This is Liz Thomas. Hi, Liz. Hey, um, I hope that you're doing well. Oh, quite well. Have you had a nice break? Well. Oh, it's been a lovely break. Great. Yes. <laughs> How's your cat? She'll talk forever now. Well, thank you, Liz. All right, that was great. I defy expectations. Directly across from me is none other than Joe Ziarko. Hey, hey, Joe. Hello, Robert. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I know. <laughs> I know that we have new microphones, Joe, but you don't have to lean into them. <laughs> like Sorry, that. it's a new setup. It's uh -huh. been a little while. All right. Well. This uh, returning show has been an unholy, unmitigated disaster thus far. <laughs> Sharon, save us! Sharon Hollins, everybody! Hey. If I gotta save us, we're in bigger trouble. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, Sharon, uh, I think that you must be pretty happy because it's January and it's actually pretty cold outside. Uh, today yeah. it's cold. Uh huh. Uh, tomorrow it's gonna be eight degrees on Friday where I'm gonna be. Eight oh. degrees. You're going up north, yes, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> she's leaving. She's leaving poor little Williamsburg, Virginia, to go back home and visit with family and enjoy. Eight degrees. Uh, yeah, I guess icicles in your blood or whatever happens. That, <laughs> Match my that heart. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, you know what, Sharon? That provides me with actually a pretty good segue because, <laughs> because the play that we are going to read here tonight is Hot Mess by Jen Huja. Uh, now, for those of you who might really love this play, and I'm sure that you will, if you're looking for Jen, she has a distinctly Polish name, as Joe pointed out before uh, before we started recording. So I'll spell that for you. That's H-U-S-Z-C-Z-A. Jen Huja. Possibly Hungarian, as uh, sure. Possibly Hungarian. That's good. So we have uh, we have three characters here in the play. Uh, and so the first character is Mess. Liz, if you would be so kind as to play the part of Mess. I think I was born to Sharon, if you would be so kind as to play the part of Satan. And Joe, why don't you read the stage directions, Joe? Because the third character is the world's most handsome man. That, Dang, thank you. Now. Come on. <laughs> as I was saying, we went down the line. No one took the bait of Sharon being the voice of Satan here. So really. All right, Joe, why don't you play the world's most handsome man? Thank you. I Thank you for picking this play and, and contacting me personally to read this part. I sent him an email, I texted him, I called him, I wrote on his door. I came out of retirement for this role specifically. <laughs> Is that why it's a podcast and not a live performance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can be anything you want when yeah. you put your imagination to it and it's a podcast and no one actually has to look at you. Okay, so for anybody who has not listened to our show here before, the, this is a cold read. The actors have not read this play before, even though I sent it to them this afternoon so they could have it digitally in front of them, except for Liz, who printed it out and wasted paper. Um. Anyway, uh, so uh, they are going to be reading this for the first time. I will be reading the stage directions. So, gentlemen and ladies, without any further ado, 
Hot Mess by Jen Huja. Hot Mess is a short play. The setting is hell. The characters are two females and one male. Male. Uh, mess is a female. Office clothes and messed up hair. She could wear glasses. Satan is also female. Hot and glamorous. She can wear an evening gown, but stay away from the dominatrix look. The world's most handsome man. He's male. Suit, no tie, large red circle stain on the front of his shirt. He's extremely charismatic. The set, a table with a chair upstage of it, no other furniture. Sitting on the table is an old computer keyboard with very loud keys. There is nothing else on the table. The keyboard is not plugged into anything. It's just a keyboard. It lights up. Mess sits with her head down on the table. She could be sleeping or she could be crying. The voice of Satan can be heard. It's amplified. The announcement can start with a high-pitched squeal. Welcome to hell. No, there has not been a mistake. You are in hell. Yes, you really are here. I am Satan. Yes, Satan is a woman. If you can't handle that, tough. You're in hell. You get to the fire, brimstone, and torture for all eternity later. First, we must process your paperwork. You must have all your paperwork filled out when you get to the clerk. If you do not have all of your paperwork filled out, you will be sent to the back of the line, and you do not want to be sent to the back of this line. It is a very long line. What? Wait, please stand by. If you need a pen, you will have to borrow one from a kind and generous soul. If you can find a kind and generous soul, or you might find a pencil lying around on the floor. However, I do not recommend picking up anything off the floor. If you need a toilet, there are several down the hall and to the left. Make sure you aim correctly. We are trying to keep hell clean for everyone. Finally, when you see the hounds, do not pet them. They are not friendly. They do not care if you had a special relationship with animals. They want to eat you. That is all. If you have any questions, no one here can answer, so don't even ask. Satan out. Miss sits up with a start. She smooths back her hair, but it's still messy. She starts typing quickly and efficiently, even though her expression is one of absolute boredom. Mess stops typing and looks out at the audience. G7, T5, 5, H9. The world's most handsome man enters holding some paperwork. That's me. He hands the paperwork to her. How are you today? She takes the paperwork, puts it down, starts typing. That's very pretty dress you have on. I love your hair. Wow, you type fast. You didn't check the box. Which box? Cause of death. You have to check a box. Suicide, accident, disease, natural, or other. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how to answer that one. I got into a fight with another guy. It was over something stupid. Anyways, he pulled a gun and I pulled a gun. Bang, bang. We each killed each other. In a way, it was accidental, but... There was a manslaughter element to it as well, so I wasn't sure which box to mark. Just mark other. Oh. Okay. Do you have a pen? I gave my pen to the guy who shot me. You know, no hard feelings, that sort of thing. You gave your pen away? It seemed like the right thing to do. How will you mark the box? Um, I thought you might have a pen I could borrow. I don't. Oh. Your paperwork is incomplete. You're gonna have to go to the end of the line. Uh, no, wait, um, I just have to mark the box, right? 
The world's most handsome man reaches under his shirt and pulls out his pulls out his hand with a bit of blood on his index finger. He stamps the box with his bloody finger. There. I marked the box with my own blood. Will that be sufficient? It's gross, but it will do. Thank you, miss. It's mess, actually. She goes back to her typing. Oh, mess. Uh, how do you end up working here? I never fulfilled my potential and I despise humanity. Why is that? I had no love. I would have loved if I had known you. You're just saying that you're one of the beautiful people. Well, you're beautiful too. There are two types of people living in the world, the beautiful people and everyone else. I learned early on that I was everyone else, so I acted accordingly. No, you're beautiful. Don't turn this interaction into a cheap romance. This is hell. Back to her typing. So, what happens next? You go somewhere else, not my department. Will it hurt? I doubt it will hurt more than getting shot did. Will I ever, will I ever see you again? No. Too bad. I will miss you. Mess stops typing and looks at the world's most handsome man. Really? Yes. You. Me. We. Yes. Mess and the world's most handsome man stare into each other's eyes when Satan enters with a flourish and some music. At last, the world's most handsome man has arrived. Who is that? My supervisor. <laughs> Mess goes back to typing. Satan goes over to the world's most handsome man and ignores Mess. How do you do? I am the ruler of this realm, but you can call me B. Hello. Didn't we meet once in Miami? Perhaps. I go there occasionally. I adore the architecture. <laughs> Yes, it's very nice. So, you're all done here. You can now come with me. I, I don't know. Uh, am I done? Satan grabs his paperwork. You're done. Mess keeps typing. Satan puts her arm around the world's most, uh, through the world's most handsome man's arm. You are going to be Satan's latest boy toy. Don't worry, you'll enjoy it. I think you'll get along splendidly with Henry VIII. Other women have wanted me to be a boy toy, but uh, I've always turned them down. I never get turned down. And right now, I'm turned on. Do I have a choice? No, my dear. And what about this lady here? Uh, what if I want to see her again? Miss! Oh, you must be joking. <laughs> I think you're being very unfair. Fair! I'm Satan. I don't have to be fair. Come, I'll set you up in my pool house. Satan grabs the world's most handsome man's wrist. He is amazed by her strength. Satan leads him off as he looks back at Miss. I love you, Miss. Please, let me have one more minute. Your wants and needs are irrelevant to me. I will come with you willingly if you just give me another minute. Your will matters even less. Satan drags the world's most handsome man off stage. Mess watches them go. Then she starts typing again. She stops and looks up at the audience. I hate my job. It's just a stupid, boring, clerical job. I watch the clock. I make my money. I should be paid more. Whatever. I have benefits. The woman next to me has a lot of stupid action figures on her desk. When she's on the phone, she holds one and looks at it as if her strength came from that molded plastic character. I don't have toys or pictures or anything on my desk. It's just a desk. And my purpose is to just sit and do my tasks. I break up the task with trips to the ladies' room and the water cooler and to eat lunch. I try to walk as much as I can to avoid getting cubicle butt. Action figure lady has cubicle butt. She talks about going to a yoga class, but she never goes. <laughs> I just nod and smile. 
and go back to reading online film reviews. I try to stay on good terms with her, although she said I want her job, which is not true. I have no ambitions. I just want to do my time and go home to my cats and live another month and another month and hopefully nothing bad will happen <laughs> or at least nothing worse than the bad stuff that has already happened. She types, then stops. G7, T5, 593. Blackout. Hooray! All right. <laughs> Great job, guys. So what we're going to do now is going to head into the portion of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And so I'm going to start with my first question, which is always my first question. What are your first impressions, guys? Uh, this can be as simple as I liked it, um, I didn't like it, or specifics. Anything that you that strikes you up front. Sharon, you look like you have something to say. I love that there's yoga in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no better place for it. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's hot yoga, too. I bet it yeah. is. It's got to be. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> but especially with this version of Satan, too. Like she, I love the little quips about Miami. No offense to any of our usual listeners from Miami. but like, uh, Our just, extensive <laughs> listening audience is offended. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to cover our bases. Uh, but but there are some nice little jabs in here about the nature of hell that I really enjoy. Um, but I have to be honest, I also didn't know how to exactly process the more world's most handsome man who had just entered hell. It seemed I thought at first when I started reading him, he'd be very at home there in hell. <laughs> and yet, as we see him move forward, that's not the case. Yeah, I I, I wonder about. Speaking on the, the nature of hell, I guess it's really more the nature of Satan. I, I wonder, and I don't know if anybody else caught this, when I read this this when I read this earlier, I do read the plays earlier if you didn't know that. Um, I was wondering if maybe Satan is B. Arthur? Is that why she mentions Miami specifically? Um, this is a Golden Girls reference. Right, so. And you can call me B. Oh my gosh. But Beelzebub. Yeah. Oh, of course. Really? <laughs> what? Just I missed we it. We don't have the insight into your version of Satan. Sure. That's why you got this role. We would have been lost without you. That's true. I definitely missed that. Liz, Liz, do you have any first impressions? Uh, it's interesting. It did seem kind of a quick shift, though, with uh, World's Handsome, Most Handsome Man um, and Mess. Just the the really yes you me we yes and then it's I love you mess it's I I suppose that I would be interested to see this on stage because that could be a fun way to kind of build the relationship simply through the unspoken and through staging but just reading it it was like oh and he loves her now well that's good you want to talk that's about good. that a little bit more about the staging what are you what are you thinking about uh I mean you could really just go whole hog with it if you wanted to and just make it like cheesy what is it what is the the cheesy romance don't make this a cheesy romance or no cheap romance excuse me um and have the like violins and choir singing or whatnot if you really wanted to but i don't know it could be i just pictured flames everywhere like actually projected flames or real flames depending on your budget why not i, I was thinking actually <laughs> that that <laughs> obviously it can't be a pen but it's a pen in my head head that like typical like 90s meet cute of they both reach yes. for the pen at the same time yes. and then there's Very that spark yeah. Yeah, like a literal because it's hell yeah. but yeah the actual spark it couldn't be a pen but but i'm trying to think of some element of brimstone and sulfur that they both reach for at the same time and despite the crackling <laughs> oh of flesh God. they their eyes meet over this 
you know, endless crag and void that, of course, it just happens to be there at the same time. That's funny. (laughs) Just like screams. I mean, you could really set it up that sort of juxtaposition of at the beginning, there's screams, there's Uh torturing, and maybe somebody walks past and they're missing, like, there's blood running down. I don't know. You could have a lot of fun with the makeup and stuff. And then, yeah, that little meat cute in the middle of all this, like, screaming torture. Or you could also make it look like Miami. That one, too. True. Yeah. 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 I kind of I wonder if maybe uh, if the playwright drew inspiration from the scene in Beetlejuice when they're all waiting. Oh, yeah. 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 oh gosh. That's, it's been a while since I've seen that. But yeah, that is kind of a classic, classic 90s. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can put a person, you know, you can pay homage to it with a shrunken head person walk by or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's um, talk about the world's most handsome man. I, I kind of wonder what your thoughts are about him being listed as world's most handsome man uh and you know something else to know and you can't see this at home but every time he's uh noted in the script he's noted as wmhm or he's noted fully as world's most handsome man every time so there's no mistaking you know his his character here what do you think the purpose of that is i found it at first a little bit misleading as i've already discussed but when it comes back, I think it, it's very significant, especially once we see how Satan processes him. You know, it's it's immediately that we see him again, once once again, as the world's most handsome man. But prior to that, he doesn't have vanity. He, he's kind of a golden retriever personality, a little bit shallow, <laughs> yeah. uh, but seemingly genuine. Uh, you know, he gave his pen away because it seemed like the right thing to do. So mm-hmm. there yeah. is this element of we don't want to... There seems to be an effort in the script to make him a nice guy, a genuine guy, but we don't want to also lose the other half of this with whoever you cast, present company as a stellar example of not actually being the world's most handsome man, but still you're supposed to know that he's the world's most handsome man, and it's reiterated a few times. To be fair, his number pops up and Satan shows right up like his... Yeah, yeah. Satan goes right there, boy toy, jump to the front of the line. All of the other bureaucracy is cut. So there is something, if he is just a genuine golden retriever, you know, lovable personality, then we kind of lose that that, um, vanity, or not his vanity, but that that outward appearance. Mm -hmm. It is interesting that he's, it's not world's most charming man Mm -hmm. or world's most intelligent or charismatic even though he is described as charismatic in the the character Mm -hmm. description it is interesting that it's most handsome so of course that is done for a reason and i'm curious why handsome like why why beauty why like a physical but nothing he says has to be sincere well that's true sure yeah again like why that you know why because again why is it not world's most charismatic man or charming man or Definitely. Why it if, actually say just if this Charlie were not a cold play. read and Joe made the decision up front that what he said wasn't true, I, I know that you were reading it for face value, yeah. but uh, but if you decided up front that it wasn't true, it'd put a different connotation on yeah. this outright, and that would uh, it would make Mess's response to it yeah. totally different as well. Again, because that that was my question of oh okay, and now he loves her. It just seemed kind of. Uh-huh. A, a quick switch and that's why I think it'd be interesting to see this just on its feet on stage well right? that's something that as I was reading through um, you know the first few 
I was expecting him, all he has to do is say some charming words, bat his eyelashes, and he gets what he wants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like the nice thing to do there, little lady. Yeah. Aren't I charming <laughs> in doing so? So can I... Can I just have a pen now? You know, <laughs> so I think that that potential is definitely there. I was, uh, you know, pulling and, and struggling with that a little bit because my first thing was, if he's the world's most handsome man, he, he must be very stupid. Um, <laughs> that's my own bias there showing through. But he doesn't seem overly worried that he's in hell. No. Yeah, he... he just sort of accepts it. That's that's true. It's kind of like, oh, well, it's very okay. Miami attitude. I think that hell actually, I, I, you know what, I'm going to go back on my whole flames thing. I think this should just be set in Miami, like the bright pastel, pink, yes, uh-huh. flashing signs, hell. Agador Spartacus hell. walking around in the back. <laughs> right. Awesome. Great. Well, uh, I'm getting the high sign from our stage manager, Rachel, that this conversation has gone on for over eight minutes, and that's our target time. So we're going to wrap this up here. I want to make sure that we thank Jen Hooja for her awesome play, Hot Mess. And, of course, thanks to Joe and to Sharon and to Liz and our awesome new sound ticks. Which one is it? Is it America? <laughs> the sound text, the sound text, who shall not be named? <laughs> they can edit out or in whatever they want that's after true. Oh, that's so. true. They're gonna, they we're going to get like Samuel L. Jackson's voice over mine. <laughs> it's not the Next same. <laughs> Anyways, if you uh, if you like what you heard, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get a new play every two weeks uh, from us here at Panglossian Productions at the Best of All Possible Podcast. Until next time, that's what you're going to get. A bunch of silence. Bye. Sweet. Bye. Woo.